Hello and welcome back to another exciting action-packed episode of The Movie Hoppers and today we saw, get this, a movie. Can you believe it? I can't. I personally can This is a first for The Movie Hoppers in which we review an actual yeah. movie. Um, but the movie we watched is on Netflix right now and what is the name? The Five Bloods. Oh, yes. It is The Five Bloods with a D and an A and the number five in the word Bloods. A Spike Lee joint. Uh, I guess for context, we should uh, go over um, our, our thoughts on Spike Lee, what films we've seen. Um, I've personally only seen Black Klansman. Uh, have you seen any Spike Lee movies? Yeah, the I think I only seen Black Klansman too. Oh, that's good because now okay, <laughs> so we are very uh... <laughs> we're so well um knowledge with Spike Lee's films. Yeah, I'm going to when I say Spike Lee movies, I'm just gonna be referring to Black Klansman for now on because I know I'm gonna forget that I've only seen one, and I'm gonna see oh yeah you know just like in other Spike Lee films I I mean Black Klansman because that's the only one I've seen. Um, yeah, I would like to see more, um, but you know, it's uh, that requires doing something like working or trying to pirate it. It just seems like a lot of work, but uh, I hopefully in the future. But Death Five Bloods, um, new Spike Lee movie about the this group of uh, Vietnam veterans trying to retrieve some gold that they have lost or that they buried and now they have to go back to Vietnam to get the gold and to get their friend's body and uh yeah you know what did you think of it um I didn't really know what to think about this movie because mm-hmm. like in most parts it was very like self-aware. It almost felt like a video essay about <laughs> <laughs> like the racial tensions and how they were treated like during that time and like how it's still happening and all that. And it was like very self-aware, especially in the beginning where it's like, "Hey, you know how these people did these certain things but like weren't recognized for it and then showed their pictures mm-hmm. and like in um info about them and like like I didn't I didn't really know what the movie was supposed to be like it wasn't supposed to be like a documentary it was supposed to be a drama it's supposed to be an action film and like it kind of was like all of them combined but it also almost didn't work for the film you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah I, mean, I don't know I I definitely think this my least favorite parts about Black Klansman and, uh, yeah, or just Black Klansman, I almost said and Spike Lee, but I realized that I know nothing. Um, but my least favorite part about Black Klansman was how, um, Spike Lee kind of treated his audience like an idiot. Like, um, they need everything to be spelled out to them. Right. And they, you know, and this it kind of was the same thing here where they use 
this kind of out of place b-roll footage and just i don't like that part um of both movies but i think in this one it was relegated mostly to the first half of the movie and not the second half which i uh which i appreciated but yeah i definitely think um yeah i agree with the whole um you know video essay thing you know spike lee does not have i don't know if he has like doesn't have faith in his audience or if he just doesn't have faith in himself that he can't convey this without you know shoving it in people's faces but he's not a very subtle director um but he i could have just been like so caught up in like wanting to convey the message of the film that is just like I gotta really hammer this into people <laughs> yeah. they understand that racism is bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that, yeah, Spike Lee kind of treats his audience like an idiot, which I don't, um, I don't like, but I, most of my least favorite parts about Black Klansman was relegated to the first half of this movie. Um, I think the first half was... Um, kind of weak not bad but at the same time not great but I did enjoy the second half of this movie which actually like you know kind of uh, things actually happened during yeah, it yeah things actually happened and it uh, became like its own thing and you know you didn't have all the weird editing stuff that he does because the there are certain times where he edits like an actual professional, and then there's other times he edits like it's a uh, like a 1970s black exploitation film, and sometimes he just edits like he's a 15 year old, and I I really do, um, but again most of that in this movie was relegated to the first half, um, but I did like the second half of this movie, uh, very apocalypse now e in times to the point of I think reusing similar music have you ever seen apocalypse now i don't think so um i saw it once but uh there's a bar named apocalypse now for some reason in the movie i did not understand why there'd be a bar in vietnam named apocalypse now but uh, anyway (laughs) it also uses uh similar similar music and it, it felt it felt very similar to Apocalypse Now. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Um, it's not quite as good, especially with you know the first half of this movie being uh, as weak as it is. But it, it's not bad. But imagine having two hours of exposition. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it was only, well. The thing is, it was only like ninety minutes of exposition, but it felt like two hours. But. <laughs> Well, well. <laughs> well, I guess I, I, I. Okay, state your claim. What are you trying to say here? I was so bored mm. during the majority of the movie, and like, obviously, it only got interesting in like the last twenty percent, twenty five percent of it. So like, I don't know. It was, it was just. I don't know, it was just so boring. Because <laughs> they were setting up these characters, and, like, it, it almost felt like 
yeah, they were war buddies. They're old war buddies. But it like, I didn't get that. I didn't feel that connection because they just it felt like they just hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> like especially especially with the the um Trump Trump supporting guy, it was just like <laughs> they hated him, <laughs> and, and like he was. Obviously, he was very affected by the PTSD that he got from Vietnam, but it, and it's like they just like almost didn't care. <laughs> I, also, I love I don't know uh, Spike Lee's sick sense of humor, making the uh, the mentally disabled man the uh, the Trump supporter. Good, good on yeah. you, Spike Lee, for that. Um, that uh, you know, <laughs> very interesting <laughs> choice. But um, I I see what you mean. Um, I I understood the characters like I think that they were I think that they like each other but they kind of a vic- they're kind of victims of circumstance in this movie where um, like what that lady said you know money does weird things to people and that's kind of what it did to uh, kind of what it did to them um, I did actually enjoy this movie uh even at its weakest points, I did find some enjoyment out of it. Uh, it's, I feel like it's written. It's definitely a slow movie. It's a, uh, it's a slow burn. Unnecessarily slow movie. <laughs> well, okay. I think we're gonna have. I think we're gonna disagree on this one. Oh, this is gonna be a <laughs> spicy episode. Okay. Uh, comparing this to Apocalypse Now again for those who've seen it. That was also a slow movie, but it was, it built, it was building to something. I feel like this is similar, um, except in Apocalypse Now, it like built up to like a physical place. In this movie, it kind of built up to, um, it's more character based here. Um, how it, uh, kind of studied these characters and, uh, examined, uh, shit. I can't fucking think of what I want to say here. But it is slow, but I feel like the payoff is worth it, and I feel like there's enough little things along the way to keep you going through. Uh, I was entertained, and I did enjoy it, but what did did you not, like, do you not think there was a payoff, or did you not like the payoff? Or what? I think this movie was trying to shove so much meaning into what it was wanted what it what it wanted to say that like it almost undermined itself in doing so because like it's like how the never-ending war affects these people was a big theme and how like it wants it wants you to like people to see how there are people like this and like how it shows them interacting with things but it's and then but i think what like got me was like the political aspects of it were like so ingrained into the um writing and interactions that it kind of like almost ruined it because like a lot of those aren't going to age well and it's going to be very set in this time period you know yeah because like with the Trump stuff, uh, well, and and it, like it could be said for like other po- political leaders, like the same um, situations, but it's obviously very geared 
toward Trump and that um, those situations that like it's clearly a response to the current political climates and I don't know it's just I don't know it, it just didn't the movie didn't work for me <laughs> like it was trying way too hard and like yeah and, and that goes back to how it was like over explaining these bad things and it's like it, I don't know it just took me out yeah I mean I don't judging from Black Klansman and um this movie doesn't seem like Spike Lee can really hold himself back when it comes to political things like uh, he definitely oversaturates it when it's like not needed and he just uh his political commentary skills do not seem to be very uh, fine-tuned uh, judging on those two movies and I just realized that this movie was actually not, like the whole time I thought this movie was like in like the 70s or 80s or something because he the, the one guy was like he had this video camera and it was like he was shooting on film like and I I didn't even huh yeah, this had to be set in current day because of the Trump hat. Wait a second. Yeah. I, just, I, I thought because the guy had that weird video camera that this was what like I, in the past. Oh, okay. Never what mind. I took from that was like it was different perspectives mm-hmm. of each character. Like that one was like trying to capture uh, the interactions between everyone else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With like that lens and that aspect ratio and whatever it's like the old looking on to what's happening now and like especially when they like do the flashbacks and the aspect do you notice the aspect ratio changed like all the time yeah i've I've only seen that in one other movie um lucy in the sky i think it's been done uh oh i also saw it in waves but waves was um waves did it like really well uh but yeah i, I did notice that well what, what's your take on yeah that? and like i thought it was like the like that was par- a part of the uh like different situations and emotions that were going on with that like when they were in the flashbacks it was old film reel and um like intense so small and old i don't know it was small and old and intense mm-hmm. so that like fit but when they got back to the present it was the widescreen and um like it's like okay now we're in reality and then it went to like the full mm-hmm. and, like like yeah. oh wow now it's like a new intense scene or something and it's like okay so it, it played to the advantage of the different situations and I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah I got um, that with the aspect ratio. I like that. Um, I also didn't mind um, the whole uh, commentary he had uh, going there with the Vietnam War veterans thing. Uh, like you said that you kind of um, had a problem with like everything Spike Lee was saying in this movie, right? Like, how he presented everything? I mean, I don't have an issue with it. Mm -hmm. It's just I didn't like 
that it felt like a glorified PowerPoint. Yeah. I mean, again, I felt that with the political points, obviously. Uh, but I, I did like how he presented and what he did with the whole um, Vietnam War veterans thing. It kind of felt like a parody um, of a Vietnam movie, except, you know, because it's like in the present day and it goes for a totally like different feel. And again, very the themes seem very similar to Apocalypse now. Um, going back to that movie because this obviously takes heavy, heavy inspiration from that. Uh, but I did like the um, what Spike Lee did with the whole Vietnam War veterans uh, angle. Um, I felt like that was managed well. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, again, the political stuff did feel like a PowerPoint. I didn't, I didn't like, like, when they were at the table, and they were, like, passing a picture around, and then he felt the need to, like, only show, like, the picture on screen. Like, he cut away from them, like, looking at the picture to show you the picture. Like, stuff like that. If that makes any sense, if you understand what yeah. I'm referencing. Yeah. I, I don't like stuff like that, because you can actually, like, just see the picture in the scene itself. I, there's no reason to actually cut away at all, but... It's almost, like, Tarantino-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> but I get... really badly edited. <laughs> yeah, you saw that more in Black Klansman. Um, uh, him really trying to be Tarantino and really trying to be uh, unique. And again, in the first half of this movie, you saw that a lot. This whole, like, Spike Lee having ADHD, not knowing what the fuck he wants to do. So he tries to do everything at once. Uh, But the second half was definitely more more focused. And... Definitely. Like, that's why I like the second half more, too, because the... uh, you know, the, the editing was more stable and it made more sense and that, but another thing yeah. that if I If they cut this movie in half, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I see the merit in the first half of the movie because, it again, it kind of feels like build-up, but uh, yeah. if they just edited it differently, I feel like it would have been better. To, do, you, do you like this movie or do you, do you not like this movie? Because you seem I... to be waning on, like, the line. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the idea of showcasing, like, the black veterans that aren't, like, usually acknowledged. And I like that concept. But it was just very poorly executed. Yeah, I I can see that. I, again, I do like the whole black veterans thing. But I, uh, I think I got something more out of the characters itself. And maybe because I've saw, I've already seen Apocalypse now, I kind of had that, uh, that mindset, like maybe watching Apocalypse now is like a prerequisite because you have to be in a very (laughs) similar, (laughs) a very similar mindset for both movies. But, um, I did enjoy the movie. Um, fuck, I was going to say something else. Oh yeah. Another thing I didn't like though was how Spike Lee especially in those PowerPoint parts, those video essay parts, he's so quick 
to just try to shock the audience. Uh, again, you saw that again. You saw that in Black Klansman a lot, where uh, he just tries to show his audience the most disturbing, um, uh, what you call it, uh, imagery. Like, yeah, well, archive footage. Yeah. Like possible, and it just feels so cheap. It that's like such a cheap trick. That's like almost a. Um, like what they would use in horror exploitation or something, um, and I don't, I don't like. It made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I handle gore to an extent, but it's like that was like the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. And, and if, if <laughs> slow you, down. If you do it once, that's fine. But I mean, he again more in the first half than the second half. The second half I thought was great, but. He does it way too much. Especially, yeah, it's definitely yeah. impact. Especially with like the dead baby and stuff. Like, why did he he kept that on the screen for like fifteen fucking seconds? That was so unnecessary. Like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, man, we get it. It's dead baby. Thanks, thanks a lot for showing us that. Definitely want to see that. And I get showing your audience things that they don't want to see, but there's other ways to like convey. You know, and that goes back to him shoving it down. <laughs> like, hey, do you know this is bad? Yeah. Yeah, Spike Lee just does not handle political commentary. Uh, imagine being well. subtle. <laughs> yeah, imagine, like, thinking your audience isn't five years old and can actually pick up on your obvious, um, you know, themes. But I did that. La- I think... The political parts, um, although I do agree with a lot of what he says, it's the weakest aspect of this movie, but unlike Black Klansman, it doesn't, like, absolutely donate it. It, uh, this is, like, I think the major themes are not that political. I know that a lot of other reviewers are gonna, you know, pick apart, um, how this movie relates to today you know with the whole um you know uh fuck i forgot the guy's name but you know what i mean but i think this movie is at its strongest when you look at it as a character study and as more of a um a for lack of a better word parody of a vietnam movie um you know kind of like twisting that concept on its head and i think once you do that you know you have a very competent a very good movie but um i mean do you have uh you you said some positives right we don't have to do the corner of positivity (laughs) yeah Um, i've said some (laughs) yeah you said okay yeah i think you did but uh do you have anything else to say before we get into spoiler talk Oh, yeah, I got another positive. I thought it was interesting how they, like, there was very little music in this movie. Like, it was, like, the majority of it was really only played during the action scenes. Mm -hmm. But then there also were action scenes without it. And it was, like, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Like, although, like, the Flight of the Valkyries, where they're on the boat, is, like, why? 
why are you playing that right now? I, I but think, I think that was an Apocalypse Now reference. Oh, uh, okay. But I'm not positive. <laughs> but anyway, but um, like I thought that was interesting because it was very, it almost made it like you were very focused on the movie instead of what was playing in the background. Yeah, I agree with the music thing. Uh, so ma- I'm starting to notice this more and more, but so many movies just overuse music or just use that completely inappropriate times, and it's it becomes so overboding. And that I only noticed it once in this movie, but um, I have to agree for most of the time the uh, the music was appropriate and it all made sense and like they didn't overuse anything. Or I didn't feel like they underused it either. Uh, yeah, that was I like that aspect of it. Especially when they were all like walking along the trail and singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, nice. Connection. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you actually said while you wa- while you were watching that scene? Nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like wow, characters interacting with each other. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm shitting on Spike Lee a lot, but he does do some things well. Yeah. He just the negatives kind of put they're very in your face so but um, which is unfortunate it is unfortunate because i do like the script uh and i do like what he's trying to convey but again the political stuff kind of feels ham-fisted in um do you want to get to spoiler talk hello I, I didn't hear you. Oh, sure. All right. Um, okay, <laughs> so they find the gold bars, and then they find the guy. But then, uh, what? What? What did you think about the son? What did you think about the son character? Um, I think he was very shoehorned in in the beginning, mm-hmm. but. It was like a necessary character in the end, like almost as if he was kind of carrying the torch from his dad. Yeah. But into like a new way of thought, almost. Yeah. That might be deep. <laughs> no, I I do like that. Um, I did like that uh, character. I thought he was necessary. Uh. One thing I didn't understand was how did they expect to carry all of that gold, like back? <laughs> I like, think they thought the uh, container would uh, still be intact. Yeah. But you know, it since it not. completely rotted out. <laughs> also, how did they um, how did they bring that dead guy back? Like how they um. I don't know. I thought they just left him there. <laughs> they put him in like a backpack or something because I didn't see him like carrying anything. <laughs> Like, I'm very... Con- oh, whatever. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> That, uh... I thought they were, like, only there for the gold. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, they got permissions from the government that, like, they actually have to bring his body back. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's like, they were very focused on getting that gold. And I'm like, where, where's your 
where's your buddy? <laughs> yeah. Where? Oh. Also, the um, other characters really, uh, they, you know, they talk about how like the money doesn't actually matter, right? But at the end, when like they're at the abandoned um, village or whatever, um, and they find like the Vietnamese people find them, like the fact that they don't give off the money kind of get gets like a lot of them killed. Right. Like. Well, they said they were like, "Yeah, we don't care about the money, but we really want the money." <laughs> <laughs> it would be very nice to have. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. <laughs> that was. It was like I don't. Know, it was very clashing. Yeah, maybe so, that's that's probably like one of the themes or something. Right, and that's what the Vietnamese lady said. Yeah. Like, yeah. People change, so here's here's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the and then why were they so pissed that the lady gave him a gun? It's like, ah, oh, she's a Vietnamese lady, and she gave you a gun. That means that you're gonna betray us and shoot us to get more money. And, and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Why? Why would he do that? <laughs> well, I guess it was because like um. Like a lack of trust thing, like he didn't. Right. It showed that he didn't trust them, but yeah. Um. Did the did the guy die? Did the one guy who like got shot in the um, shot in the shoulder. Did he die? No, because oh. that was the dude that had the Vietnamese girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But but everyone else died. <laughs> yeah. It's very uh very interesting how that one guy went the uh the Trump guy. I actually yeah. I thought that was very entertaining watching him walk through the forest and like fucking just it's kind of sad. But just lose it. Yeah, just... I actually when he was walking through that forest, like, and monologuing to the camera, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It was very fourth wall breaky, and I didn't, it took me out, like, really? definitely. Yeah. I didn't think it worked for the movie, because, like, I don't know. Like, we, it's, because if you're staring at the camera, you're talking to us. Mm -hmm. But then why are you talking to us about, how you, how you, like, hate everything, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, I kind of thought... You're going it, crazy. Yeah. And you're talking to us, but you're talking to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, I don't, it just... It didn't work for me. Yeah. I kind of got it. I kind of understood what they were going for there, but I can definitely see uh, your point of view. Um, hmm. What else? And what then else? he got bit by a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shot the snake. Rip snake. Yeah, damn. That's the saddest death of the whole movie. The <laughs> yeah. snake. The snake. <laughs> uh, what else is there to talk about here? It's not a lot of spoily things to get into here. The only spoilers yeah. happened in like the last like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um. 
I, I liked. I thought it was good. I was surprised that the one dude was Finnish because, <laughs> like, I I for completely forgot. Like, because I've only seen that dude in Black Klansman, mm-hmm. and he really sold that racist country person mm-hmm. that like I didn't realize. <laughs> like, I didn't even look at the car- uh, the cast list of that. So I'm like, oh. But then when this dude, like, just started coming out speaking Finnish, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually Finnish. Whoa. (laughs) Wild. Yeah. (laughs) It's part of the movie, but I'm like, oh, wow. (laughs) Meat. (laughs) So, so you didn't like this movie? I, I don't know. (laughs) Because, like, if it was edited better, mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed it. Even, I know, you don't, I know you're not the biggest fan of, like, slow movies. So, that probably has something I, to do if with it's, it. If it's a decent, slow movie, <laughs> <laughs> then I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But this was not a decent, slow movie. It was an unnecessarily <laughs> heavily expositioned movie with interesting parts toward the very end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see. I guess it was played more as you said as a character study, mm-hmm. which it it was for the most part, but it it's not what the movie was about, you know. Mm. In a way. Like it's definitely about these people, but the message is almost more important to like the writing than the characters were. Yeah. Um, I found it interesting how in most of the movie, like most of the movie, right? Like the, uh, they don't even run into a single mine. And then like in the, in like 20 minutes, like three people just fucking blow up. (laughs) Like, just out of nowhere. Like, they didn't even see a single mine. Because they had to have a payoff for the bomb mine people finding people. <laughs> you set it up. You set up bomb finders. And then you have to pay it off. And then you blow one of them up. You blow them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was fun. That, that Trump guy was a real douchebag to the bomb mine people, though. That was uncalled yeah. for. I thought, like, when they cut to the, um, the, uh, people, you know, when they were digging up the gold and then they cut to the people, like, stalking them with, like, guns, mm-hmm. and but you only saw them for, like, a split second, I thought those were the bomb mine people, until mm-hmm. I realized, I thought those were, like, the guys from the bar, but I guess I was wrong, but, yeah, you know, whatever. Do you have anything else to say about this? Nah. Right. Oh. Oh. Take a shot every time they say blood. <laughs> um. It was just so. It just got so obvious after a while. I'm like, how many times have they actually said this <laughs> in this movie? Also. 
the Deus Ex Machina's in this movie, the two major ones. Oh my God. He just happened to be taking a shit right on top of the, um, right on top of the gold. Like, what the fuck's the chances? And that he pissed me off so much. I'm like, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? What happened to the? I thought they said that they saw like a, uh, the wing of a plane. Like, where it's did it's gone? It's gone. No, it's gone. They took it away. Also, the. Uh, the guy asked, is this the right coordinates? And the other guy said, yes. If they knew the exact coordinates of where the gold was, why were they, like, lost in the first place? Why didn't they just go to the coordinates? And... Because terrain's different. <laughs> I, I see, I see. Also, the, um, the, the, the bomb people just somehow ending up in the exact same spot they heard a noise <laughs> they had to check it out <laughs> they were going back to camp um yeah i mean yeah it's this movie is rough around the edges not gonna lie but i still enjoyed it for what it was um again especially the second half uh if you like apocalypse now uh, you'll probably like this movie. It's not as good, but it is very similar in structure and, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, uh, number ratings. You go first. Alright. Uh, I don't know. I like the message. Although it was very heavily skewed by the politicalness of it, but I don't know. I'll give it a five and a half. Oh, a five and a half, huh? I think that's okay. <laughs> um the uh again if you like black Klansman, uh you like this movie like this is like black Klansman meets um apocalypse now it takes you know spike lee's style of filmmaking and applies it to a war movie um at least in the first half um but uh if you don't mind waiting and if you don't mind just, you know, vibing with it for a bit, just, uh, you know, if you don't mind Spike Lee's wackiness, um, then I think you can get something out of this movie. It's, uh, it's a unique experience, and I really, uh, I really enjoyed it personally. Um, I'm gonna give it in, uh, fuck. Um, between a 7.5 and an 8. Wow. I, I guess I'll give it an 8. Fuck it, why not? Again, the political commentary was completely off point and completely fucking distracting, but the second half was just so strong that it, it justifies the whole first half of the movie. So, yep. Uh, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, and yeah. Thank you guys for watching the Movie Hoppers, and goodbye. See ya.